such an asshole! I'm sorry about that. I did not mean to end. That's just out of habit. I clicked the thing and I hit the live. This isn't a consult. This is not a asshole consulting. This is the Clary Podcast. One of the many fine brands I have made totally on a fart on a whim on a toilet. Hey, I know. Good morning, Corona Chan. As the disease was threatening to wipe us all out, and I said, where are the bodies? <clears throat> that was the first the first BS detector alarm that went off with me is when I didn't start seeing bodies piling up with the disease. And there was a chart going around. I don't know how accurate it was. It showed... Was it state infections? No. It it it, it proved masks didn't do a damn lick of good. <laughs> it showed masks did nothing, and then when it was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have you st- stand six feet apart, I'm like, oh, shut the hell up! I hate you people so much. I realized most of the world fell for that, except for Sweden, oddly enough, or oddly enough, um. It's the Clary Podcast. Uh, a lot of you were complaining. Not a lot of you. Some people don't like the intros. Well, mail me another one. We had this nice, I presume he's Indian guy based on his name. He sent me the original Boomer. Hey, you want to see his new Boomer? The Boomer reviews. You guys want to see his? Look, check this out. Look, look, he didn't complain. Okay? He wasn't a chick with sand in his hoo-ha. He wasn't whiny, cry, baby, sappy, Zoomer millennial. He's like, hey, here's the product. So here's the new one. Start it up. Never mind, that was the old one. So what I did is, in a very boomer way, I deleted the new one after uploading it, and I kept the old one. Never mind, never mind. But it's even that one, if you didn't like it. He just put a new, go ahead. If you don't like the, I am going to keep that background, the, um, you're such an asshole. We're going to keep that because I like that. And that is not me and that is not my backyard. That was somebody else. Either. I have a question of the Barbie movie. Um, <clears throat> by the way, the show is going to be absolute shit. I'm mailing it in. I don't really have. I do very little show prep in case you were wondering. Uh, because the podcast is for me. I got I need to know. Barbie movie. I'm going to do... Um, IMBD. Is it out? Uh, This will have a ton of spoilers because I'm not going to go see it. And I doubt any of you guys are going to go see it. I'm just trying to figure out why does it exist. Um, I, I, how out of ideas. It's just, this is a main. Now, there are indie clips that were made. I'm going to start watching um, Extraction and Extraction 2. Came highly reviewed by the critical drinker. Um, what did I? I watched Sisu. I was going to see that anyway. That was that was ridiculous, but it was better than most. Of my... Who came up with the idea? Hey, you know what? This girl's toy that has existed since the fifties or the sixties. Let's make a kitschy movie about it. And so I, I'm just wondering, <clears throat> am I missing something? Okay, it looks. Oh, this looks horrible. This oh, Will Ferrell's in it. Oh, Will Ferrell, the guy who has absolutely no talent. And every one of you my age thought he was funny because you were drunk when you were going to his movies. Barbie. 
<clears throat> it does look ridiculously over the top. Lots of pink. All right, maybe people had fun with this. Storyline. To live in a Barbie land is to be a perfect being in a perfect place unless you have a full-on existential crisis or you're a Ken. Give, give me, okay, all right. What? I, I just want to know the plot. <clears throat> Barbie movie review. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, which the uh, reviews mean nothing. Maybe it's not out. What? Don't you have a review? Isn't there like a kind of a synopsis? Barbie movie plot. Swear to God. I just want to ruin the movie for everyone. <clears throat> All right. I clicked on IMBD. Where's the photos? Storyline. Add full plot. I need to have an. I said yeah, this is going to be a shitty show. It's going to be a shitty show. Why can't I just. What is the plot? Oh, here we go. Plot and details. BuzzFeed. Are you guys still around? How are you guys still around? This is from May 25th. The Insider. All right. Who is... Uh... Do you remember the days on the internet we could look it up and get what you were looking for? What is the plot for the Barbie movie? The full Barbie trailer was released. Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in a colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. So what? It's about people from Edina that go to Fridley? <laughs> Winnetka and they go to like Chicago? What? What is it? Uh, okay. It, it, it sounds like the shit movie. <clears throat> I didn't want to watch. Uh, let's go. I got some mail. Uh, asshole consulting is not to send me uh links to all your dumb shit. All right, send it to my Cappy Cap account. Uh, and if you're gonna send me a guy, okay, and here's another thing: I'm not friends with anyone. I'm not. I'm an asshole. All right. If I email you back, that's not like we're buddies. And now every five fucking minutes, like my mom sending me cat memes which she does and i'm using an example don't send me and fill up my inbox with a bunch of dumbass shit send it to the cappy cap account <clears throat> uh ben no beck writes aaron within the next five years or so i may make my big move leave new jersey and permanently resell elsewhere in the u.s oh five years don't be in a rush, man. Why so quick? I will read your reconnaissance, man. For is the book still relevant today? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh God. All right, here we go. Dave sent this. My Minnesota agent in the field from the Star Tribune. Downtown Minneapolis isn't dead. Oh, you want me to pay for this? No, I'm 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 not going to pay for that. Okay, I guess we're not reading that article by Star Tribune. 
<clears throat> it was an article about how Minneapolis is dead and how hating the productive members of your society and not cracking down on crime. All the people they quoted, there's no crime problem here. There's none. Uh, this is from Andy talking about Perkins. There we go. Hey, Aaron, lots of good eateries and shops where I am and some bad ones. Not that much bigger than Rapid City. The bad ones are all places that have been around for a while. Boomer owned, too old to spend 16 hours a day actively running it, but won't pay the manager more than a dollar above what the dishwasher gets. So they don't care. I've seen it. I agree with you. I don't know how many times I've talked about this or thought about this where I, I, I said I saw this in banking, you know, again, we need a secretary. I'm like, well, that's a pretty important person. Not that I'm pro secretary. I'm not anti. I, I just all right. That person is your your front, the first person of contact. And they direct traffic. All right. That's a pretty important job. Now, I'm not saying you got to pay him sixty thousand dollars a year, but maybe you ought to pay that. Young lady or young man, let's just admit, young lady, uh, an extra $5 an hour over the $20 an hour she'd get for the competition and make sure that, you know, she sticks around. Because I saw it, you guys have seen it too. No one's learned anything where they will try to chintz on salary and then they got a turnover problem and it ends up costing more than if they just paid a fair wage up front to keep people loyal. Not a Democrat. Not a socialist, not a Bernie Sanders, not a labor rights guy, although I do believe in some labor rights. But, I, man, how dense are you people in corporate America? You can't understand this. Well, why can't we find people? We can't get people to show up on time. No, that person didn't show up. Can't believe they didn't show up for their $11 an hour job. Now everything's effed. Now we lost way more than if you paid them $14 an hour. Think of one shift, one shift at a Perkins, all right? And you could pay $11 an hour and have people show up, maybe. In which case, you're going to lose the, well, maybe not. The, yeah, I'd say, I'd say if one of your, your waiter, wait staff people don't show up, I bet you that costs Perkins Corporated. Um, that probably costs you $500 to $1,000. Now, <clears throat> again, I'm no mathematician, but if you were to pay Bob or Tanner, or Jaden, or whatever pathetic names they're naming their kids nowadays. I bet you if you paid them an extra $3 an hour, which is $24 in the day, you might save yourself a couple hundred dollars, maybe even a thousand. <clears throat> the whole idea of having employees is so I don't have to worry about the problem. And all I see with you paying people way too low and having way too high of expectation terms of education requirement, you have like no loyalty. All right. Then all now you gotta do is manage the employees, specifically constantly replacing them as they quit or you have to fire them. Like the whole idea of an employee is that I have less work to do. I outsource my work. All it seems to me is that it's just you got the new job of finding a new employee and you gotta do the job yourself. Profit sharing to get management to care? No way. The good ones are all immigrant owned and run, whether it's a Wendy's franchise staffed by foreign students or a family run ethnic place. Just need to convince some Indian or Filipino matriarch to buy out the Perkins franchise. They'd have it turned around in a month. I, I believe you. I agree. 
I uh, I do not believe in the uh, domestic or the Native American, not American Indian. I mean, people born in America. I don't believe in the Native American people's work ethic. I just don't. You, it just, I I see hustle in, in in immigrants. I do, I do. I can't lie. I got a buddy I know who uh, a contractor builds houses in the Twin Cities. He is done hiring white people for for roofing. He's like, get the Mexicans in there. Why? Oh my God! Because of the racisms? No, because the Mexicans show up and do the job. They do the job right. Oh, I I call them as they come over the plate. <clears throat> Look, you want to raise your kids to be a bunch of whiny, sappy, pathetic little fucking pansified, self-entitled pussies who don't know how to show the fuck up on time, but Jose does, and then he got that machine gun technique with the with the nail gun. Oh, there was a joke. Someone sent me a joke. <laughs> I remember. Okay, how long does it take a Mexican? Wait, no. How much does it take a roofing team of Mexicans? Holy crap, they're done already? That's the joke. <laughs> How long does it take Mexican roofers to? Holy cow, they're done already? That was the joke. That was the joke. Oh, but working at the fast food restaurant or a waiter or a waitress is too precious for Barbie. That's too beneath them. Then you got Hayden, Jaden, and Layden and Baden. And Tanner, all like all emo-y, they've been on antidepressants since they were 13 because their mom didn't raise them. Mom was gone and everyone gets divorced. They wonder why. No, he can't get a job now, can he? Oh, here comes Eduardo. Or let's change it. Um, <clears throat> Punjab Jr. And he's been working in the family and he's got hustle and move and grind and shake. I don't know. He speaks English and he he writes it down accurately. Gets your order right the first time. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Jaden, Bladen, Hayden, and Caden like, hey, I'd like to be seated. Huh? Uh, uh. They're just plants. It's like, stop taking the drugs and pay the F attention. I wonder if I beat the crap out of you if you pay attention now all of a sudden. Aaron, are you advocating violence? No, no. Structural pain, constructive pain. He might limp for a year or two after, but he'll be on time now. <clears throat> of course, you'd have to get them to South Dakota first, laughing out loud. Nah, you're right. There is um, there's an Asian restaurant. It's a uh, like a teppanyaki place. Like you pick your ingredients. They put, and it's good. It's I gotta go there. I should go there again because it's good. No carb food. You pick your ingredients. They put it up. Boom, 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 boom. It's almost like they're professionals. Uh, take care, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that very much. All right, now we could clean that up. <clears throat> All these notifications. Your your shipment has left the building. Your shipment is in the truck. Your shipment this. Your shipment that. It's like, shut up. Uh, Dave writes. Article me and Vlad Elkham should talk about. From the Financial Times. Manage cookies. <clears throat> block. Save. Jesus Christ. 
Oh, okay. I can't. I can't. It won't let me go to the. It it won't let me go to the article. All right. Um, <clears throat> I found something related that the article was about. This is from CPAPracticeAdvisor.com, May 30th. Number of CPA exam takers continued to dwindle. I wonder why. Could it be all you cocksucking mosquito fucking assholes over at the CPA Society and accountancy boards? Keep making it that we have to get master's degree to get CIFAR CPAs? It really is. A, remember what I just talked about? Management, you think, you know, a Perkins or a fast food, you think the managers, the assistant managers, management staff are pretty stupid. And you're right. They are pretty stupid. All right. But then you think, oh, CPA firms, oh, public accounting firms, Pete Marwick, KMPG, uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers and Dicksuck. They're really smart. They're, they got gray hair. They're partners. They're principals. And it's the same thing. Just as the Perkins guy can't figure out why he can't keep a dishwasher around for $11 an hour. These fuckwits in charge of the fucking accounting industry can't figure out why people aren't sitting for the CPA exams. They're all stupid. They're all fucking stupid. You might think, boy, am, am I dumb? I just don't get it. No, it's stupid people who are in charge and they set a stupid rules to a stupid game. And here you are. You don't even have to be smart. You just have to be of average intelligence. Say, am I dumb for not giving it? No, you're smarter than the stupid people. Like try playing Calvin ball, but stupid people make the rules. You sit there and try. Well, I'm trying to think, is there any logic? Is it? This is where a lot of you get, you fail and get very frustrated with your career. You're like, what did I miss? Nothing. You missed nothing, but you can't imagine. You can't possibly accept people are this stupid and such a high percentage of them. And so you try all this. Well, maybe I should wear colorful socks. That that crazy zany guy that everybody likes who's embezzling funds. He wears colorful socks. He keeps getting promoted. Maybe I should wear the colorful socks. No. People, no matter where they are in management, are fucking morons. <clears throat> And here you have a prestigious industry, presumably smart people. They can't figure it out. The number of candidates who took the uniform CPA examination 2022 was about 67,000 down, 67,000 down from 72. That's a, that is a serious, what is that? Five divided by 72, five divided by 72. That's a 7% drop. That keeps up for another 10 years. You're going to have no CPAs. Uh, the number of CPA candidates who took the uniform CPA examination in 2022 was about 7% lower than the previous year. The Financial Times reported on May 28th. See, now I'm just going to read this article, Financial Times. Go fuck yourselves! <clears throat> Citing the newly released AICPA and CIMA 2022 integrated report. Man, the fun person that writes that. That must be a crazy guy to hang out with. The number of people who took the CPA exam in 2022 was about 67,000 down from 72,021. And short of the AICPA's 2022 forecast of 74,000, it was, it was going to go up. Let me get this right. You made it harder. 
So already, if I want to sit for the CPA exam, I have to go to school from five to 18. Then I got to sit and pay for school from 18 to 22. But then because you're a bunch of dumb motherfucking mosquito fucking cunts. Ooh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't monetize this one. We're going to have to get rid of that. You guys, can, you, you make us take, an, well, not me. You make us all go like what? Another uh, two years sometimes to get a master's in accountancy? And you thought the number of people was going to go up. <clears throat> in a chart in the annual report, the AICPA attributed the lack of CPA exams taken last year to pipeline challenges. Oh, really? And what are pipeline challenges? Uh, what are we looking at here? You don't have a, you don't have a, are those, you didn't, you didn't label this chart. AICPA members went down. They were expected to go up. CIMA, I think that's managerial accountants. It didn't read short of a thousand. CGMA students. Down a thousand engaged professionals. Oh, that exceeded. And then CPA candidates down seven percent. According to the Financial Times, the sixty-seven thousand CPA exam takers last year includes candidates who took the exam overseas. Uh wait, includes. Oh, okay. The number of CPA exam modules being set by US candidates fell more than 10%. All right, so the natives are are getting even more lazy, huh? Only twice since 2006 has there been more than 100,000 CPA candidates who took the exam in a single year, 2010 and 2016. The number of CPA hopefuls who took the exam has decreased each year from 2017 to 2022. Going concern, that's a group, sounded the alarm back in 2019 about candidates' numbers shrinking. It credited the surge of candidates in 2010 and 2016 in part to a significant CPA changes that occurred in the following year, 2011 and 2017. All right, so what probably happened is they made it harder to sit for the CPA exam in those two years, and everyone's like, oh, we better do it now. <clears throat> candidates who may have been putting off the exam or otherwise wouldn't have rushed put aside the procrastination to get the exam done before it changed. Additionally, and this is partly anecdotal, candidate numbers were likely higher than would have been usual from about 2007 to 2009-ish. As the economy circled the drain and accounting was one of the only professions in which one could find a job fairly easy. If that trend were to continue, then more people should take the CPA exam in 2023 as another round of significant changes to the exam are slated. I got to get Elkins on this. What are the significant changes? This isn't the Elkins accounting hour. AICPA releases 2024 exam blueprints. That stands for the Association of Internet Certified Professional Assholes. Uh, The American Institute of CPAs this week released the updated Uniform CPA Examination Blueprints, the official document of content eligible for assessment on the CPA exam. The blueprints are based on the knowledge and skills required of a newly licensed CPA to meet the demands of firms, employers, and clients. In the process of transforming the CPA licensure model, an initiative called CPA Evolution to recognize the rapidly changing skills and competencies the practice of accounting requires today and will require in the future. The redesigned CPA exam, which will launch next year, places a greater emphasis on technology and analytical skills as well as tax accounting and audit. 
Through CP Evolution, new exam candidates will gain the skills and competencies they need to better meet the public's clients and employers' needs, said Susan Coffey, CPA, CGMA, CEO of the Public Accounting at the AICPA. Candidates will also have the flexibility to choose the preferred area of focus within the multitude of career paths available in the profession. Under the CP Evolution licensure model, this just sounds like you're making it more complicated. This doesn't sound simpler. This doesn't sound streamlined. This sounds like a fucking Karen got in there and said, I'm going to go and make it more complicated. All candidates will be required to take three core sections. <clears throat> okay, financial accounting, audit, tag, right? That's what they had to do. Then, meaning in addition to, so beforehand, we just had to take these three exams. Now you're adding a fourth. Then, because Susan Coffey, Weapons grade quantahaha decided then each candidate will choose a discipline in which to demonstrate additional knowledge. Business analysis and reporting, information systems and controls, or tax compliance and planning. Regardless of the candidate's chosen discipline, this model leads to full CPA licensure. You got to get that CPE. You just got to keep getting that CPE. All right, so they're making it more difficult. Now back to the original article. Uh, as another round of these significant changes, the exam are slated to start on January 1st, 2024. Uh, it's still early, but according to the Financial Times... The AICPA said it has seen an uptick in new candidates in the early months of 2023. It's predicted a 10% overall increase this year, in part spurred by the upcoming changes to the exam. The AICPA and National Associated State Boards of Accountancy are the assholes making sure none of you actually have a shot at getting your CPA license as you used to be able to do in the olden days before you even needed a college degree to sit for it. Honest truth. Oh, I'm sorry I added that. Process of transforming the CPA licensure model. Uh, evolution, CPA, they just lifted that from one oh, did peak interest in there. Oh, one thing the NASBA did recently to peak interest to get those who to peak interest is to give those who passed one section of the exam a rolling 30 month period to complete the other three sections of the exam. Up from 18 months. Well, shucks, howdy. Gee, I wonder why there's not a lot of I've, I've, all these, now Chad's the first one to tell you this. All, they're, they're uh, gatekeeping. They're protecting their guild. They're, they're uh, increasing the level of entry so that these people could charge more. But all these CPAs do is bitch and whine about how they got too much work. <clears throat> Uh, earlier, blah, 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 The AICPA Governing Council last week passed a resolution supporting the Pipeline Acceleration Program. Uh, before this is, there are 12 initiatives, some considered near-term, some mid-term, others long-term. The AICP, AICPA said it's focusing on to fix the accounting shortage. Some of those initiatives include addressing accounting firm culture and business model challenges. <laughs> I got the switch right here. 
stop requiring ludicrous amounts of education to sit for the CPA exam. Look, just have them be able to pass the, pass the exam. Don't require college degrees. Just require people to know accounting. Using pot. Okay, honest to God, you unconnected fucks. You disconnected fucks. Some of those initiatives include addressing accounting firm culture and business model challenges, using positive messaging that can help the profession resonate with today's high school and college students. Hey, kids, you want to be the life of the party? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe make it so they don't have to get a master's degree. <clears throat> and affiliating with colleges and universities to offer internships, scholarships, and other programs to attract students to the profession. Help defray costs. Hey, you want a lower cost? How about they just pass the CPA exam? No educational requirements required. And assist them in developing the skills needed to succeed as a CPA. All right, so that won't work. I I forecast, going out on a limb here, the uh, accounting, what the hell happened? Really? Really? That's how you got to do it. That's how you got to do it. I forecast the shortage will continue. All right. Thanks, Dave. Let's delete that. Reason so was okay. I don't know what that is. Gonna delete that. Uh, these are all cool. All right. <clears throat> all right. All right. We're caught up on that. Now I can sign out of there. I'm just cleaning up my email here, guys. Uh, oh, by the way, several of you have sent me email requests and um, asshole consulting email. You got to check the the trash or the spam folder. <clears throat> this guy asked. Uh, oh, I just responded to myself. <laughs> Hang on. All right. I'm exhausted too, by the way, guys. I just I just don't have the energy. So if you have sent me asshole consulting requests, please check your spam mail. Is Tuesday. Um, this is from James. James sent this. Uh, found this nugget of truth for you. In a 2011 poll of Japanese boys aged between 16 and 19, 36% described themselves as indifferent or adverse towards having sex. The figure for girls in the same group was 59%. Uh, to oh, Wall Street Journal. Oh, I want to have, they want, they all want subscriptions. They all want subscriptions. That doesn't matter. We got the numbers out of it anyway. 
showing that it uh, transcends culture. It's not just Western culture. It's still first world country. Um, yeah, I, uh, it's it was staring at us in the face the entire time, wasn't it? Like we all saw it, but women were just making too much money and getting too much attention out of men, constantly flooding them with attention and emotion and money and resources. And you boys were too horny. To, and we just, I said, hey, hit the brakes, hit the brakes. Why, why? Just hit the brakes. What is it? Think they even like us? <laughs> well, hey, now you mentioned that. I don't, just hear me out. We've been chasing them all this time, right? <clears throat> we've filled up five tanks of gas. We've been, we've been taking shift chasing these girls. You ever get the impression they don't like us that much and they don't want us to, ch- to catch them? They just like us chasing them. My God, I, I think you're right. I always get a kick out of when I say women don't like sex as much as men because they don't. It's a fact. And you got some fake internet avatar, bro. No, they like me enough. And then you get the pissed off guys. They just don't like you. And it's like, okay, both of you are lying, disingenuous sex of shit. I'm going to be the mature adult in the room here and state the obvious truth here that girls don't like sex as much as men because if they did we'd all be having a lot more sex i that that was a common canard back in the in the blogging red pill days where you know well you just aren't the type of guy like yeah i like that no 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 you don't you really don't if you did there'd be a lot more sex period full stop and now here you have, I'm, I'm kind of surprised men or boys, 16 to 19 in Japan, one third of them were averse or indifferent about having sex. I'm like, what the hell is in your water? And it doesn't surprise me that 60% of the women were like, no, nah, I don't like sex. Well, yeah, we knew that. We, we stopped, we hit the brakes on the car and we sat and we thought for a second. We're like, yeah, they really, if they liked that, they would have been, yeah. Oh. Why the hell did I waste all that time taking her to the movie? Oh, I took her to movies and dinner. That's right. Oh, well, that's not happening anymore now, is it, ladies? Ha <laughs> oh, that internet <clears throat> spreading the information around. You got that here. Um, uh, Mickey, thank you for sending me that information about ESG and how it is. Asset management firms that do not own shares of corporations, but through their clients, they end up managing asset management. They are the fiduciary agents who are responsible for managing people's investments. Therefore, they're in a position, they end up getting sit on boards, and that's where the ESG is handed down through the boardroom when places like BlackRock and formerly Vanguard. Vanguard has stopped pursuing ESG uh, where they're talking about, um, well, you're just going to have to suck black woman vagina. Just what it's going to be. <clears throat> just that's what we're going to make that decision for you. And what's very interesting is the ESG, like all these corporations that like follow the ESG, whether under the thumb of BlackRock or they agreed to ESG financing, in which case they get a slightly lower interest rate. If they promise to meet ESG standards, they're finding out, okay, we saved a million dollars in interest expense, and it only costs us uh, $1.7 billion in revenue 
because ain't no one showing up to our our uh, shows or movies or buying our our beer. I don't know. I'm not I, obviously ESG shouldn't be a thing, but I'm enjoying watching large corporations lo- lose. Well, in Disney's case, they're approaching a billion dollars on some of their movies cumulatively. I enjoy watching beer companies just completely shoot themselves in the dick. Because ultimately, I, <clears throat> I don't know if if the corporate executive team is aware of this or not, but you need money to, to be in business. The only issue is, the only issue, and I, I will make my prediction here, maybe not all companies because the government likes to play favorites, uh, but Disney, their, um, their destination, the resorts, their uh, theme parks generate profit so they can perpetually bail out their movie studio if they want. But a basically a government media arm like Disney, or at least their studios, their movie studios, and that's what they are. They're becoming a government arm of propaganda. Uh, if you heard it here first, I predict that if things got bad enough, the government would absolutely bail out Disney. So it could look like, no, we're we're just a free market. We didn't, we didn't, we don't have any. This is just Disney saying. And now you you open up employment for basically talentless Marxist hacks to go and under the brand name of Disney, under the guise of, you know, we're going to make entertainment a movie, just put out more Marxist leftist propaganda in the growing way. And, and don't think that's too far off, not in a propaganda or a media entertainment sense, but if you want to look up the Japanese Kiretsus and the Korean Chables, uh, these were the large industrial uh, original firms like Samsung and Korea and uh, Mitsubishi in japan uh the government was was always bailing them out and getting them finance special finance deals and all that and i i am not um as educated or informed on japanese and korean corporate history uh but they were horrendously corrupt i do remember reading multiple articles where it's like yeah they were they were very corrupt very entwined with the government and i am sure throughout the half a century to see the Korean and Japanese economic miracles that the government had some requirements, some of which were probably political. And so uh, I could see the same thing happening here in the United States where you have these, uh, they called them dinosaurs or zombie corporations because a lot of them never made money. The government would always bail them out. The government will continue to use them as conduits tools to implement government policy, which will run contradictory or, or contrary to the the real point and purpose of, of creating a product or a service, and that is to satisfy the customer. And so just like Disney keeps putting out just bad movies, I know they're political, Re- remove the politics and the gay kissing and oh shit, it's another black powerful woman, oh my God, and she's lesbian, yo. Remove all that. These movies also suck. They're just bad movies. They don't got good plots and all that. They won't care. They they won't care because you got the the consumer has been completely removed from this formula. You have Marxist leftist ideological sycophants coming out of academia. They're Native Americans, not Indian. I mean, born here. They're raised in the Edina and all that. They don't want to work real jobs. And the government says, hey. If you write the leftist Marxist propaganda crap we taught you in the public schools and, and college, you could work for Disney or 
whatever paramount or whatever you know you can work in i mean come on the they don't make any money and they're they're dead but the, the legacy media journalism and newspapers i mean there's a perfect I mean, government might even bail those people out too npr there at least the government's honest well here's our arm we own it you're gonna write what we tell you and you people are gonna work for peanuts because then you can put journo on your resume in your linkedin um so thank you uh, mickey for that information about that Ooh, thunderstorm um, let me make sure I don't. So, okay, this guy wrote me in 2015. So this is one of the first, you know, old school clients for asshole consulting. Um, hello, I graduated last year in public relations. I now know it sucks. I like I luckily got a job at the local media house and life has been a bit fair, but I see no future in media PR advertising. I spent three years studying something that is worth peanuts cash for an accountant or engineer. I plan to start part-time post-grad diploma in taxation and sit for the CPA exam later this year. All this is thanks to your wonderful videos. Look, see, this is 2015. I was naive while in college and built an imaginary world in my head. Like all arts majors, you are a lifesaver. And um, we won't mention his name. Uh, we'll just say East African fan. Okay, so he's from East Africa. And so uh, he emailed me eight years later, eight years and three months later. He said, hey, asshole. A couple of years ago, I wrote about ditching my worthless public relations advertising degree before a postgraduate diploma in taxation doing the CPA. The career change went on, went on great. I hope to have my tax practice sometimes next year. I married a girl with no student loans, studied chemistry and laboratory sciences and sciences and a, a sweet gig. Oh, she studied chemistry laboratory. So keep up the good work at our, our uh, East African friend as well. So that's great. That's wonderful. I hope you tune into the Elkins accounting hour. So actually, let me um, hang on. Let me do this right. Did I save this paste? Nope. That wasn't it. I'm going to send him the link to the podcast. Um. Oh, I forgot. Let me do this. Open link a new tab. Uh, Thor, uh, who, who's on uh, rule zero with us all, he has, let me put it in the comments section here. He's offering a course through, what is it? It is through Gumroad on how to become a lineman. He's got some pretty, just, I'll, I'll put it in the chat room, <clears throat> but just go to look at some of the pictures. <laughs> you liberal arts pussies, not my audience. I'm talking to all liberal arts pussies, all liberal arts, all of you. You guys are such pussies compared to these guys. This guy's work. I mean, I'm like looking at this guy. But he, one screw up and you're dead. One screw up talking about safety. Um, now is the time. Leverage Thor's 38 years of experience. Yeah, he's old as hell. Uh, of experience to change careers and become a power lineman. Journeyman lineman makes 100000 to 300000 a year. 45% of all linemen will be of retirement age in five years. The career opportunities in this line of work are immense. Why wait? 
Order this video instructional lecture on how to start and where to begin to explore this exciting path. You will get every line school listing with recommendations, how to write your resume to get noticed faster, and what you could do to pre-certify. The path is the fastest way to get to be accepted into alignment apprenticeship, union program, private utility, cooperative, and municipality. How to get noticed and what certifications, ba 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 uh, There's more there, but hell yeah on that. So how to become a power lineman. I'm sure if you just search Red Pill Thor, how to become a power lineman, Gumroad, you'll find it there. All right. I got to save that. Um, this was sent by Mrs. Jiffy. Washington Post. Is he going to go behind a power, a paywall? Is it? Colleges remade as tech majors surge and humanities dwindle. Yes. I'd like to think I was, I played a role in that with my book, Worthless, written in 20, no, 2008 or 2000, no, 2011. The, uh, the University of Maryland showcases two trends reshaping higher education as debate intensifies over the influence of career goals in academia. There's there's no debate. There's no debate. All of you need to stop majoring in the liberal arts and the social sciences. It's in your best interests. And we have such a shortage of real men and women who do real jobs. You won't be one of these whiny under 40 something. Hey, I, find a job. I can't afford a house. I can't afford rent. <laughs> UBI. <clears throat> you won't be one of those people. Two trends in higher education nationwide are colliding at the University of Maryland. Booming enrollment in computer science and plummeting student demand for the humanities. Oh, nosies. Stuff you can learn for free at the library or on the internet while you're listening to a podcast working out. Pramvanti Patel experienced both firsthand. The 23-year-old senior from Sierra Vista, Arizona, triple majored in computer science, linguistics, and Persian studies, and didn't get his penis touched one semester. I'm I'm kidding. <clears throat> Not really. Some classes, oh, in her. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's a woman. Some classes in her first major bulge with hundreds of students, while those in other fields are much smaller. In computer science, Patel said, she often felt more like an ID number than a student. Oh, no. You're just there to learn something to get a job. Did you want him to have some, like, mocha tea for you? Do you feel like I belong? I'm sorry. You don't sound like you're from Winnetka. Are you, go are you in the Barbie movie? Doesn't sound like you're in the Barbie movie. Sounds like your parents work hard and run a restaurant. <clears throat> Across the country, spring graduation season highlights the swiftly tilting academic landscape. Cap and gown roll calls for computer science and other technology-centered disciplines are becoming ever lengthier. And for the humanities, even shorter. This is great. Now, who's the guy who wrote this? Nick Anderson. Let's see if you throw this one over the plate, Nick, or if you got a curveball it. The number of students nationwide seeking four-year degrees in computer and information services and related fields shot up 34% from 2017 to 2022 to about 573,000. According to the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center, the English major head count fell 23% in that time to about 113,000. Good. You speak English in this country. You don't need to major in it. 
History fell 12% to about 77,000. It should fall to zero. You have great history podcasts on the internet. You got books you can read. You don't need to pay some washed up boomer cocksucking fuck to charge you $300 an hour. Well, you read that book very well, B+. Plus. Tumult for college majors. Declines in undergraduate enrollment since 2017 have lowered totals of many majors. Uh, but computer science is up. So how do I read that? 2027. Business. Oh, my God. Business management, marketing, and related support. There was over 1.5 million majors in business. What the hell is wrong with you people? Health, biological, <clears throat> engineering is down. Computer science is up. Psychology is up. I happen to agree with you if you go get your master's degree. Education down. Most most of them are down. Most are down, but computer science is up. This is good to see overall, except for engineering. Uh, it's good to see enrollment overall and, and across all majors going down. <clears throat> Similar patterns unfolded at Clark Par College Park in 2010. Arts and humanity majors of all kinds outnumbered the computer science total at UMD. More than four to one. Now the university accounts about 2,400 students majoring in arts and humanities, a collection of disciplines that fill an entire college and about 3,300 in computer science. The turnabout sparked a scramble to find enough faculty for the growing field and lure students back to subjects such as English and history. Why would you try to fuck over children? Why? Why would you want to lure them back to English and history? With many schools, UMD is searching for a new academic equilibrium to simultaneously handle rising demand for tech credentials and preserve what appears to be vulnerable, vulnerable pillars of the humanist tradition. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Give it up. Outside your little precious academic world, okay, the real world is starting to realize just what a fucking joke all you colleges and professors are. Just what an absolute ass-fucking your goddamn degrees are. You have ruined two generations, two and a half of young people, now some middle-aged, by giving them worthless fucking degrees because you cocksucking professors and college admins want to enrich yourself off of the young people you're purporting to help. And you're just like, well, how do we, how do we change them? How do we get them back? You don't. Because of people like me and because of the internet. We've exposed you. It's not even we expose you. Enough people have gotten financially fucked by these worthless college degrees that they're telling their younger siblings or that you're like, you're not doing that. And these kids go on the Internet now and it's not just follow your heart and the money will fall. There's people like me here making money off of it, too. <clears throat> There's no tradition. You're a bunch of. You're just a bunch of Democrat Marxist fucks. That's all you are. You don't even offer classical education. Here is the Internet. Anyone can get an education in what you guys offer and get a better education for free. And in a fraction of the time, it could be enjoyable. They don't need to sit there listening to some schmuck with elbow pads on his tweed jacket. Well, you see, Karl Marx is really a misunderstood. G no, we don't have to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> New majors such as immersive media design are arising to bridge technology and humanities as departments and other fields push to stay competitive. 
just steam. Is that where it is? Oh shit! No one's signing up. Look, we're we're like IT too, huh? You can't have IT without the arts. The ferment has fed debate about the purpose of college, the value of degrees, and how much career prospects, rather than passion for learning, shape the academic paths that student takes. Look, guys, if it was a free education, all right, which in that case, why even show up to a college? Just go to university and study for free. And it it wasn't supposed to be your your student loan. You weren't supposed to like pay going into debt one hundred twenty five thousand for it. Okay, fine. Then college could be a a, a luxury consumer good, but you you put such a price on it that people it forces a financial reality upon these kids. They have to make a financial decision. It's too bad. You could have like kind of comfortably had like a lot of minors. Like you you know, you major in computer science, but then you minor in British history. Okay? <clears throat> or whatever, you know, art. That you could have you could have said, look, you can't major in this, but you could get a minor to kind of well round yourself off. But you have to have a mind. Why, why don't you do that? Would that be an acceptable compromise to you, parasites? You, we are not offering you four, six, or eight-year degrees in, in the liberal arts of the social sciences, but you have to get a major in the, the liberal arts of the social sciences. We only offer accredited four-year degrees and things that will get you a job, but you must have a minor in some kind of, you know, sappy, touchy-feely crap. Some schools have taken radical steps. Marymount University, a Catholic institution in Northern Virginia, decided in February to phase out history and English majors. Radical? That's not radical. It's common sense. We don't, we're not selling Big Macs anymore. We better sell quarter pounders instead. Take, take Big Macs off the menu. Um... Signing low enrollment and a responsibility to prepare students for the fulfilling in-demand careers of the future. Okay, you actually care. St. Mary's University of Minnesota made a similar announcement last year. There is no sign that more prominent colleges and universities will follow suit. I don't see that ever happening at this institution, said Jennifer Rice, King Rice, UMD's provost. What she called fundamental majors also help huge numbers of students meet general graduation requirements. English and history are not dying, Rice said. You could quote me on that. Yeah, okay. But you're still, like, not helping out the kids. All you're doing is impoverishing poor and disproportionately minority people, having forcing them to take two years of college courses that they already speak English. They don't really need to know history. <clears throat> Jennifer King Rice, how much you want to bet she has never worked in the real world? Copy. And she's ugly. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. She's going to be some ugly middle-aged gal. Jennifer King Rice. No, she's not too bad looking. I mean, for an older... She's, yeah, all right. Uh, blah, 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 college of Education. Uh, researcher. and uh, She has a degree in mathematics and English at Marquette University, PhD in educational administration. Okay, so she's she's a completely worthless person. Completely worthless. <clears throat> you know what you guys should do? You should just like go get certified remotely online through like an online college or just self-study and get certified in IT and computer languages and go make more money than this quim. <laughs> That's the new word I found, quim. 
like, and you don't have to be 55 years old. You know, you'll be making more at 25 than she does at, at 55. And you want to voice it all your time in these worthless classes. Could you imagine what that's like eight years of educational leadership classes? <clears throat> uh, asked about large computer science courses where I said, there's really not a formula for class size. There's a lot of variation evil guy here. Look, look, give up on the class size. Okay. Let me, let me help. Let me help out my team. Let me help out the people going to listen to me. It doesn't matter if your class size is a million. Okay. All learning is autodidactism or autodidactic. I mean, you have to teach yourself. Yes, there's a professor there. Yes, you might want to listen to the MP3s. Yes, there are, those are informations that you take in, sources of information. At the end of the day, it's whether you put that to man, Marie, practice it. All learning is autodidactism, all right? So you might as well just learn online for free or grab books for free or near free, <clears throat> which means you shouldn't even be going to these physical schools. I don't know why you would, unless there's actually, an, you know, obviously a lab or you're in medical school. You need to cut up cadavers and things like that. Uh, some students who you should not listen to students, they're young, stupid people who have no real world working experiences. Some students interviewed at UMD shortly before its commencement Monday say they have mixed feelings. We don't care about your mixed feelings. The correct answer is you should be learning online for as close to free as possible. <clears throat> Enthusiastic about cybersecurity in high school, Patel came to College Park to study computer science in 2018. She often found herself in large classes, linguistics, and especially Persian studies, both based in the College of Arts and Humanities were another matter. You are always on because the classes are so small. I, I don't know how on you could be in a Persian study course in linguistics. I don't. What do you mean on? You either know the stuff or you don't. What on? On what? She found balance. Courses in Farsi and contemporary Iranian issues expanded my world, Patel said. You couldn't have picked that up reading about the, the news? You could have picked that up reading about Persian history or Xerxes or Darius or Darius. I don't know how it's pronounced. <clears throat> uh, Honder Analytical School. After graduation, she will work for a language acquisition laboratory in the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Okay, so you're not leaving academia. There's a lot of different places I could go from where I am now. Ba, 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 ba. Undecided major mom was always like computer science pays a lot. Your mom is smart. You better, you, you, but Maxwell Myers, you better remember your mom on mom's day. But I didn't really know how much it paid until I got an interest. Like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I, okay. I see. So you, you declared a major without knowing what it made. The major was rigorous, blah, blah, blah. Myers is now working at Microsoft. Look at all these guys making all this money. <clears throat> Bob, God, this is a long article. This is a long, I don't care. Don't care. There we go. All right. There, that's that's a podcast, right? It's the mail it in podcast. All right, let's go to the super chats and then I got dinner being made for me by my woman. Cause she does. That's where the women should be in the kitchen making me my souffle. Actually, she is making me dinner. It's weird. We got like this normal life now. We're like dinners at seven. What? Six o'clock. What do you want for dinner? You're oh, we don't have to. I don't have to go out to eat. I don't have to eat my bagel ham and ham cheese with mustard sandwiches anymore. This is so much an improvement over being nineteen years old. 
Nonstop Drake, two bucks. Can't be sponsored by the Carlson School and the Big Four. Uh, the Carlson School of Management is a horrible school. Never attended. Uh, 1.5 million college majors uh, are wrong. You should be in accounting. You should not be in business. And the Carlson School of Management is a horrible school that no one should attend. Nonstop Drake, 362 bucks. I bet they made Lizzo play as Barbie empowering. Well, that's why I'm wondering, like, you're going to you're going to drop in the middle of a, a frenzy of diversity, non-white, uh, anti-Barbie, anti-white, anti-Ken, anti-preppy in today's cultural environment. I'm, I, maybe they were very clever how they did it. Um, yeah, but even even if it even if it was the 1980s, I, I don't know. Why would I see Barbie? I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. With Division Productions, five bucks, typical content creator. They reach 100,000 su- subs. You decide to mail it in. Like Zoinks, Mr. Celery, you sold out to the establishment, too. Hey, let me tell you, Wisdom. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I'm, I'm mailing it in. Well, the main reason. Um, I am physically exhausted. And not that I really believe that physical exhaustion and mental exhaustion are one and the same, but physical exhaustion does affect the other and vice versa. I guess if you're mentally exhausted, you don't have the spiritual energetic wherewithal to do physical labor. I mowed my relatively large yard. I sharpened my lawnmower blades. I dug uh, most of the rest of the trench. Then I had to flatten out the trench and I'm not doing this with digging equipment. I'm doing this with a shovel. I have moved. I have to estimate it. It's got to be based on rocks and dirt's not as heavy as rocks. Volume wise, I have probably moved around four to five tons of dirt with a wheelbarrow and a shovel over the past three days. And then there's the tedium of getting the line out to making sure and a, and a, a, a level to make sure there's a downward slope. Cause this is all J- to, to not bore you guys with a lot of, a lot of stuff. My house is built not into the back of a hill, but my backyard or one side of my house, there's a little flat part and then a hill, little hill. The in between the hill and the house, there's a good 15 yards is perfectly flat. And there was kind of a septic or not septic, a, what do they call it? A sump system, a sump drain put around the foundation of the house. But because my office is here and the GF office is also here up against that part, if water gets down, I'm worried about water getting in the basement. Now, it's not even so much water getting in the basement, but for those of you who aren't northerners, when it comes to uh, springtime, you get freeze, melt, freeze, melt. It goes above 32 degrees during the day, drops below 32 degrees. And what that does is it freezes and expands and contracts, expands and contracts the water in the ground, which Fs with your foundation. And so what I've done at my previous two houses is I would make sure no water, because that ended up happening in one of my, I'm like, why is this foundation breaking? It's like, oh, this is what happens. I had to dig three feet down, put styrofoam board, this is Minnesota, down so the moisture wouldn't freeze, dry, freeze, did all that. Then some plastic and then the dirt back on top of it 
to insulate the ground. That's how much Minnesota sucks, if you were wondering. And it doesn't suck in a good way. So here, before the water even gets there, I am making a water barrier and a drainage system for, I measured it, 85 feet. Someone who's a landscaper would know this. 85 feet by 8 feet wide, 2.5 inches deep of gravel, which based on the calculator is 5.5, 5.25 cubic yards, which is 7 tons of rock. Depending on the rock I get, I get to spread that out now after moving all that dirt. And I am physically exhausted. I am thankful I don't have any asshole consulting requests. <laughs> I'm going to have dinner. I'm going to play Legacy. I'd, I'm going to go to bed. I haven't gone to the gym in a good solid week because of all the physical labor I'm doing. I don't have one of them riding mowers, by the way. I got an old school 1985 push mower. The lawnmower is not for 1985. I mean, back in the day when Native Americans worked. I'm not meaning India. I mean, Americans born here. Uh, back when we worked. And we weren't a bunch of Yadens and Jadens and Haydens. Heck, Haydens to Jadens. Husbands, I'm realizing I'm a pretty badass, quasi, not husband, but significant other. I'm a great man. All the work I do on my house, I stay in shape. Like the honey do, like it gets done, gets done. <clears throat> then people are like, why do you, why do you work so much? And then I've, I've had it on good authority. Some people who have come to my place, the wives then ask, well, why isn't our yard like that? I'm sorry, did I get you in trouble with the missus? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know. He's only been here a year. <laughs> That's right, I have only been here a year. Oh, uh, and then you gotta go into town. <clears throat> you gotta go into town. You gotta, I got a, I got a angle grinder, grinding angle grinder. Angle grinder, yes, to sharpen the blade. All this stuff. Well, this is it. I know I keep saying this is it, but I think this is like, you know, I knew we didn't have rain last year. So this year I found out where it all where water is. And um, <clears throat> digging ditches is hard. It's exhausting taxing. I don't have to go to the gym. I'm already down to like 140 pounds. I came in here like 145, 146. And I'm down to 140. And that's that is not due to a lack of eating. It's that much work. And you know what makes me feel good too? Like I do this. Like, I've done it. Not only do I save a lot of money and, you know, but I look at it like I did this and I'm more proud of it than anything I've done in banking. And I strongly recommend you guys do the same thing too. And I, I'm forecasting you're going to have to, because I don't know who's going to mow your yards. The kids aren't going to do it. The Mexicans are too busy putting in. Oh, they're done already. <clears throat> So you're going to, and it's good. I think, I think that's the number one sign of love you could give your significant other or your family is maintaining a good home. Look at this. I, got that. I made it to the water. I even extended one of the gutters so it wouldn't drip on the, on the pavement. I fixed the, the void underneath my driveway. I filled that with, with expanding foam and some, some wood supports. And then I concreted over it. And then I put some landscaping down. So water drains away. I want to, I want to like, look at him. Aaron, that's right. I do. You know what we have in my car, in my garage? We have our cars, not our stuff. M2 PG4. 
Five bucks. Speaking of mailing it in, Big Four laid off 5% of its workforce today, actual accountants while still being severely understaffed. <laughs> Literally, wait, the Big Four? Which Big Four? All of them? Because there was an article Chad just read no more than three months ago, maybe six months ago, about they can't find people and they were hiring high schoolers. Maybe there is a real recession on the way. I don't maybe maybe that's why asshole consultants kind of kind of slow this week. Dan Hunsecker, 1099. Uh, damn throw it. Don Dan, I'm gonna get it. Dan Hunsecker, ten ninety-nine, superior race. Hey Cappy, what movie was that where one person stated we are just too good? looking to die it wasn't a movie it was a tv show it's the opening i believe scene to firefly captain malcolm reynolds you know bendis you know why we're not gonna die bendis we're just too damn pretty we're just too damn pretty for god to let us die Nonstop trade two bucks phd required soon what could go wrong absolutely wholesome dj aftershock five bucks great news the dyna community lutheran church recites the sparkle creed describing a non-binary god in jesus to dad romney biden town <clears throat> by the way uh really the edina community lutheran church <laughs> the sparkle creed i look i can't wait till the people in minneapolis take over edina which they've already kind of done it seems i I, it's just that's just the most Minnesota thing to happen. That's so Edina. D the what is the Sparkle Creed? What what the, what is that? Sparkle Creed. <clears throat> love is love. Da, da, da. Hang on, I want to know Edina Community Lutheran Church. What denomination is that? Edina Lutheran Community Church. <clears throat> Um, who are we? ELCL. Oh, love and justice. Right off the bat, social justice, LBGBTQ. <clears throat> I don't, I, I, they might be Lutheran only in how they call it, but I doubt they are Missouri, Wisconsin, ELCA. Faith Street. Okay, maybe this is <clears throat> a progress right off the bat. A progressive social justice oriented. It, it's not about Jesus. It's it's not a Christian church. ELCA. Okay, so the ELCA has gone has gone way off the deep end. Traditional liturgy, friendly and casual. Ba, 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 <clears throat> yeah. All right. So another dead branch of Christianity. <laughs> Uh, had it's so sad, like it's so apparent to me, and anyone with an IQ of 102 or higher, like, shouldn't Jesus be mentioned like number one? No, it's like, oh my god, we just love LGBTQ. It's like, well, you could you could do that, but Jesus might want to. I, you know, I'm no preacher, but maybe God's mentioned first somewhere. I hand clogs two bucks, love is love, as Cappy says, no Russian, no Russian. Nonstop trade two bucks. Cappy earned another N-word pass, saving my community. I, I don't need to use it. 
Atham, where the hell were you today? I did all this Mexican labor on this landscaping and mowing yards. Where the hell were you with your fancy chemical engineering degree? And I should, thank you. Thank you. I got it from, uh, from a crazy friend of mine. Digi-Nomad, to Canadian, evil used to hide in the darkness, not anymore. No, all of society is evil and lazy. They, they, they're just like anything to avoid work, anything to avoid work, and everything to be popular. That's it. Wizard Vision Productions, five bucks, nonstop, Dre 360. My next gift to Cappy will be a dashiki, Wakanda Forever Magic Maninja. Waves obscure gang signs in the end. What's a dashiki? Is that what? What's up? Is that something that they had in the movie? Yeah. Oh, 1985, two bucks just because. Thank you. <clears throat> Someone on the internet, two bucks. Computer science majors up now, entry le- mid level, can't find jobs. All right. Well, some switch to engineering, something. If it's getting flooded, let me know. Ass bucket, two bucks. Minnesota has the worst air quality right now. Thanks, Ken. Oh, yeah, you bad. Just so bad, too sad. Those Minnesotans got bad air quality. They need more taxes. Nonstop trade, uh, Dre, two bucks. Vincent did say you good at getting your dirt packed. <laughs> Fucking Vincent Masculine Geeks. Sam Whiskey, the most American name in America, five bucks. This show was brought to you by the squatter and her granddaughter. <laughs> Sam Whiskey again, five bucks. Cappy, were you a taxi dancer? uh, Yeah, technically I was. Yes, let me explain taxi. I got to get quickly here to to get dinner. So in the olden days, um, because just so you know, more empirical data, women just don't like men that much, never have. In the olden days, Men would sneak off, and I don't know why there was any shame in this, but men would sneak off to dance halls where you would pay women to dance with you. And uh, these gals were called taxi dancers. And I don't know why there was a shame in that. I mean, when I went out, you asked people to dance. They said yes or no, and, and the women wanted to dance. So people were there. It was all very friendly, actually. But yeah, back in the day, you go and you pay a girl, I don't know, a quarter, a nickel, whatever, and a girl would dance with you. Uh, I've never heard about the gigolo version of that male, but I was paid by one of my students to go to her daughter's wedding to be her date to dance. Cause she wanted to show up her ex-husband who was also going to attend his daughter and her daughter's wedding, even though they had. So I was, I was a dance whore, Aaron Cleary, professional dance whore. But yeah, I don't, I've no girl paid me to dance with them aside from that. Jack Dawes, five bucks. I want to buy a small patch of land to hedge against inflation by developing it over time and do a better bachelor type deal. And no women will be allowed. Well, look, look, let's not go the other way. Women are allowed. You just say, we're not getting married. You know, if you want to protect yourself, and so I recommend you get uh, The Pence Principle by Randall Bentwick. Uh, short read, but <clears throat> you can have s- signs. You can. Um, not signs, uh, contracts that they got to sign. Uh, you could have cameras save all your text. You know, if you're really worried about that, but I would not kick women out of your life. You might find a nice guy that likes you. You may want to get laid, but um, she's not going to live with you. That's off the table. And most girls aren't going to want to live in a bachelor hut. So. Sam whiskey again, 10 bucks. Cappy, have you seen the movie folks starring Roger Moore? It's about a MGTOW action hero. 
It reminds me of Pop. How old of it? How old is it if it's got Roger Moore? Hang on, folks. Let me add that to the <clears throat> to the list. Uh, cancel. I will take a look at it. Dung is fun. Five bucks. Can't be. I think I finally realized why Starbucks coffee tastes so good. They can't afford their college loans. Their tears are so sweet. That's why. I think Starbucks actually pays their tuition. I, I think they have a tuition reimbursement program. In fairness to Starbucks, Wiz Division Productions, dashiki is a colorful garment that covers the top half of the body worn mostly in West Africa. I have family that wears them. Well, I thought you were, oh no, that was the other guy, East Africa. Okay. Uh, zero African heritage. Wait, you have family. Aren't you black? How do you have zero African heritage? Like, you mean you, you haven't studied up on it? I, I, not a geneticist, but if you're black skinned, you, you have African heritage, whether you realize it or not. A dish, let's look it up. I'm trying to, I'm, is that the robe? Shiki, what is it? The Shiki. Oh, oh yeah, that was a uh, Black Panther. Yeah, that was. That's not. That's not exactly unfashionable. Well, then I see some goofballs wearing it here, and it looks kind of. Hey, there's a Dashiki lingerie. All right, you know what? It's kind of like my uh, Yucatan shirt that Atham got me. This is made in Mexico. I could see they got pockets down there. That's not that's not exactly the the worst thing. There there's there's a look to it. Um yeah. I, See now the problem is I would like to probably wear if I found a tasteful one, I wouldn't mind wearing one of these. But am I gonna get in trouble? What are you wearing the dashiki for? I I'd probably say, shut the fuck up, I like it. I'm appropriating right now. Be quiet. Uh, cover gun. All right, that's it. Um, so link below. What do we got? <clears throat> Achieving minimalism course is open. It'll be open towards the end till the end of the month. Uh, you can find that link below, but it links to all my courses. You could take Achieving Financial Excellence as well. I recommend you take that first before you take the minimalism course. And then uh, the dad you never had for those of you without fathers or your dad didn't raise you or you, you give you the wrong information, which I could guarantee you that's 98% of the American population. <clears throat> linked also below is the link to my Amazon affiliate program. Please do all your shopping through that link. Bookmark it, save it somewhere, do it on the computer. Yes, the computer, not your app. I get a 5% cut of everything you buy. I don't know what you buy. I don't care what you buy. Um. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. They just pay me a commission for sending people their way. <sighs> Something else linked below. Oh, my subscribe star channel. Uh, it's the subscribe. It's the membership thing. For two bucks a month or more, you get access to the road trip podcast, which is just me recording while I drive or hike. They're low audio quality because it's on my phone but if you're bored and you want to and then uh there's some pinup stuff some girls used to back in the day remember when girls used to send pinup stuff like hey how you doing I'm like, hey look at this 
some girls were kind enough to send some PG-13 pinup stuff. And so I put it up there. And I think you got to pay five bucks a month for that or something. I don't know. Um, That's about it. And then, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going to have dinner. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to this incredibly shitty program. Uh, I will be having to take it down because I said the naughty word. So uh, look for it at my alternative channel on MGTOW TV. If you search Aaron Clary, MGTOW TV will be there. I will also be downloading the MP3 and putting it up on the SoundCloud. So will was it broadcast to all the different app podcast apps you will have. But if you want the video, this is mirrored over at MGTOW TV. And I'll see you guys later. Toodles. Thank you.